What's up, everybody? Welcome into All the Best Things. Today, I don't know if I've even talked about this much. And seeing where I come from as a uh, fitness professional, if you will, maybe this is something I should talk about. So today on the podcast, uh, I'm talking to you guys about fitness and uh, healthy lifestyle, nutrition, well-being, stuff like that. So um, you know what? I appreciate your guys' support and... You know, each week, um, we like to talk about things differently. And, you know, sometimes I bring a guest on. Um, I've had some pretty pretty um, awesome people that I've had an opportunity to meet and uh, through this podcasting thing. And I, I appreciate every time I get a guest on and know that in the future I've got some great guests lined up for you guys that I think, I think you're going to enjoy. So today you're stuck with me yet again because I want to talk about fitness. What does fit, let me preface this, what does fitness mean to you? Basically, fitness uh, encompasses a lot of everything. Fitness isn't just, you know, lifting weights. Fitness isn't just doing lunges or squats. Fitness isn't just doing push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups. Like, fitness is nutrition. Fitness is exercise. Fitness is self-care. Fitness is um, just working to improve a little bit each and every day. And that's really what I practice and preach uh, with all my clients that I work with, whether you're uh, in my group exercising or you're one of my one-on-one clients. You guys can attest to this. I I basically include this same message to you know with them every single week or every single day. And it's like, okay, the, the, in a roundabout way, yes, you're lifting weights. Yes, you're doing sit-ups or push-ups or or crunches or whatever it may be, but it's more than that, you know. It's it's like a basically I use fitness as a vehicle, a vehicle to reach out to others to help them uh, improve. I, but I I use fitness personally to improve as well. It's a good mental release uh, from whatever you may be doing. It's a good way to just just feel good, just feel confident, just feel. Uh, maybe at ease about something. Uh, fitness again is my vehicle, and it's not it's not what defines me necessarily. But I I take and encompass a lot of things from the fitness world, whether it be uh, admittedly so not as much in the yoga realm of things. I'm not the most flexible person ever, but I'm I'll I'm the first to admit it. I'm the first to admit it, and but you know I take some stretches and stuff that I've learned in yoga classes over the years past. Uh, and incorporate that into workouts. I take in some group exercise style things. I take in, uh, you know, finding your weaknesses. Maybe you don't have the best balance. Guess what? We're going to work balance stuff because that's how you get better. Plain and simple. That's how you get better. And, you know, there's people that hate lunges or hate push-ups or hate pull-ups or hate doing core work. But those same people want to be stronger. They want defined arms. They want abs. They want whatever. It's it's tough. It's tough to address this, but it's not impossible. It's not impossible. See, here's the deal. I, I again, say this to each and every person I work with. I'm with you an hour a day. Let's just say you're, you're training with me three times a week. I'm with you an hour a day. That's three hours. Uh, my math may be wrong here, but I believe... I believe, let's 
double check this before I put this on uh, out to the world and to get roasted or whatnot. So, um, 168 hours in a week. I get three of them with you. So, if something may or may not be working to the way your expectations make you believe that they will, got to ask yourself first, how am I spending my other 165 hours in the week? Right? Because so many people are like, I work out three hours a week, every week. I should lose 20 pounds a month. Not realistic. That's point blank period. That is not realistic. You can't, you can't do that long term and maintain that pace long term. Now, let's say you're 600 pounds. You could theoretically lose 20 pounds in a month. You could lose 50 pounds in a month. But let's say you're 120 pounds. And for some reason you want to lose 20 pounds. It's going to be a lot harder for you to lose that weight than it is for the 600 pound person. Ratio wise, percentage wise, it's a lot different. It's a lot different. And some people have this wacky uh expectation if you will that everything will just come to fruition as long as I work out these three hours a week and that's not the case man I'm gonna shoot you straight I'm gonna be real with you I'm gonna have fun we're gonna do things maybe a little bit differently and less uh traditional if you will than some other trainers maybe you've worked with maybe you've never worked with a trainer ever so this is your first experience and I hope I hope that you enjoy it I hope that exercising and things become a, a vehicle for you as well as as it has for me over the course of the last eight to ten years um it's just tough to have those expectations 165 hours on your own and many of us know that there's an old adage it's circles back around every couple of years you can't out eat a bad diet now I'm going to I'm going to throw you a curveball. What if you eat shitty? What if you eat garbage, junk food, snacks, cake pie, whatever. But you eat a little bit at a time. Can you outwork a bad diet? What is your what is your uh views on a bad diet? What if I ate salad and nothing but salad? All day, every day. There's a chance that maybe something uh, in your stomach doesn't settle well. Maybe you get bored of salad because it's, uh, unless you add a bunch of fun, exciting liquid calories, a la ranch, blue cheese. Uh, I know blue cheese isn't really a liquid, but ah, ranch, blue cheese, for the sake of argument, Italian dressing. Uh, vinaigrette, whatever it may be, you you can add a little bit for some flavor, right? But it's when you start adding a gallon of it to a side salad, right? So it, I could make the argument very, very plainly that you, in theory, could out eat a bad diet because what may be what you think is a bad diet. Let's say, let's say you're. Uh, working a nine to five job and you work out those three hours a week after work and you're just trying to stay healthy. You're just trying to be moving and active and keep your body 
up to snuff, right? You might eat like shit. And you're going to see the effects of that in increased weight, increased body fat percentage. Um, You're going to feel bad. You're not going to have energy. You're going to maybe not recover as quickly. Now, let's say you're a triathlete. You could eat like dog shit. You could eat, not literally, but you could literally eat an entire bag of chips. You could drink two liters of Coca-Cola. You could, whatever. The fact that you're, you may not have the results that you're looking for, granted. And you're probably not going to be as effective athlete as you could be with a well-rounded nutrition. But I don't think you're going to be putting on any weight. I don't think there's even a remote chance that you balloon up. Now, if you were a triathlete and you're in between seasons and you're junk food cramming all of this every single day, you're not training as hard. You're not burning the calories. The calories have to go somewhere. Pretty simple. Pretty simple, right? It's when someone tries to say, oh, I saw it on this article that I read on Pinterest that if you drink, you know, three gallons of apple cider vinegar and you and you stand on your head and balance a plate of teriyaki chicken that you could lose two pounds a day. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably not, but, you know, go ahead. In fact, I want you to do exactly that and send me a video of it because I am going to r- literally raffle. I'm literally going to roll on the floor and laugh. So much of what we read on the internet and, you know, here in podcasts, man, if you don't know that this is totally an opinionated podcast and uh, I'm not telling you scientifically 100% without a shadow of a doubt, then something's wrong, man. Something's wrong. You've read into it too much. But back to what I was saying, if you're, um, if you're just wrapped up in what you read on the internet, or see on TV, or watching a movie, or you're scrolling Twitter, and Twitter says, oh my god, you could lose weight by by drinking a gallon of milk upside down while doing the cinnamon challenge on a BOSU ball. How many people, like, how many people do you think would actually, let's say a thousand people read that article, or clicked that link, of that thousand people, how many people do you think are actually going to try that? I bet the number's a lot higher than you guys think. Like like a lot higher. Because I saw it on Pinterest. Because I clicked a link on Twitter. Because Facebook told me so. It comes from the Tasty page. It's got to be good for you. Man, I don't think that Tasty's ever claimed that the food that they make in their uh, awesome videos, by the way, I am freaking jealous of their video. I sit there and can scroll Tasty's website for hours. Full well knowing, though, in my head that not all of these recipes are in fact healthy. Right? There's never been a claim on Tasty's website where they're like, We only produce healthy stuff. If you eat this, you're going to lose weight. You're going to get stronger. You're going to do everything the right way. I don't think so, man. Tasty just puts out tasty shit, which there's nothing wrong with. In fact, like I said, I scroll that page on whatever platform I'm on at least once a week. At least. 
I just sit there and scroll and I'm like, oh, you know, drool dripping from the side of my mouth. I have to make sure I'm not in public because it's not, a, it's not an attractive look. It's not, it's straight up not, but I, I am equally as guilty of watching the tasty videos as anyone else here. So that being said, um, to, to kind of cap off this first thought of you can't eat a bad diet or out eat a bad diet. I make the argument that you can. And some scientist somewhere, some nutritionist will be like, well, technically you can't because blah, 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 blah. I get it. I get what you're saying. I understand. You can't out eat. Let's say you had 2,500 calories of shit food and you had 2,500 calories of healthy food. Guess who's going to be healthier? Yeah, probably the person eating 2,500 calories of healthy food. I'm not disputing that in any way, shape, or form. What I'm disputing is the people that are fearful of a freaking piece of cake. Or they're fearful of a Red Bull. Or they're fearful of... Dude, you're scared of Red Bull, but on Friday through Sundays, you drink eight beers a day? Have a freaking Red Bull. But no... That you have to sub out two of your beers. You have to make modifications to your diet. The reason I keep using salad dressings and Red Bulls and Pops and stuff as an example is because those are the calories that people do not even take into consideration. We, over the course of the last 15 years probably, have been taught don't eat shitty food. Don't eat shitty food like lasagna, like pasta of any kind. Bad juju, man. Do not eat it. You'll balloon up like uh, Violet on uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Violet, you're turning Violet, Violet. Right? That You're going to turn into her if you eat lasagna. Get out of my face. Are you kidding me? Lasagna? Have a piece of lasagna. Cut yourself a smaller piece than you would otherwise, but enjoy that food. One Jolly Rancher. There's a there's a bowl of candy at your office. Jolly Rancher, Hershey's Kiss, whatever. Don't eat the whole bowl. Don't eat the whole bowl. But also, don't literally kill yourself over eating one or two Jolly Ranchers. Have a Hershey's Kiss. Have whatever. Don't go out there and eat three king-size Reese's Cup, you know, packages and be like, oh, man, I feel like shit. I guess I'm just going to sit on the couch and continue eating. That's a bad choice. That right there is a bad choice. But, but, I'm not saying you can't enjoy a little bit of the bad food. Because it's not bad. It's not bad. It's bad when you have a lot of it. But we've been programmed to think that oh that's pasta oh oh rice is fattening get out of here rice i don't even want to don't even get me started on rice man white rice oh white rice is bad for you but brown rice is good for you i guarantee if you eat 2500 calories of rice and they ate 2500 calories of lasagna you're probably going to be healthier you're probably going to be healthier i'm not even a wizard I'm not a I'm not a an all-knowing uh what are they called? Uh an oracle like on Matrix. 
I'm not. It's just point blank period, man. It's I don't understand why that's a novel concept. The Asian cultures have lived off rice for thousands of years. I'm sure there's been rice in their diets since day one. Dude, they literally live twice as long as we do because we have all this processed junk. And I understand that I just said you could eat some. But people rely too much on the process. Even our like dairy and our meats and things like that are processed. Yeah, look it up if you don't believe me. Look it up. I hope this is eye-opening for someone listening to this because we need to take away the idea that everything's bad for you. You have to eat salad. Man, get out of here. If I want salad, what... You gonna make fun of me if I have chicken on my salad? You gonna you gonna tear me apart because I had a steak and salad? Get out! Seriously, get out! <laughs> like, come on, man! Are we are we being for real right now? Take a deep breath, Jake. Okay, moving on. Fitness wise, fitness again is like a umbrella umbrella term. Uh, it encompasses nutrition, it encompasses movement, it encompasses, you know, mind right, getting your mind right, uh, finding that proper headspace to be in day in and day out. Now, we've talked about nutrition, we're going to talk about some fitness, some, uh, not fitness, some exercise, some movement. Um, man, movement, your our bodies are incredible, you know, it's, the more you move, the more your body is like... I think I say this sometimes like an iPhone, you know, like how iPhones update or the new model comes out all the time. Think about this. The more you move, the more updates your body gets like, oh, I maybe was dog shit at lunges when I first started. But now, now I can do lunges. Maybe not 100% range of motion, but I'm at, I'm at 80. I'm at 75, 80% motion, Right. Knees are feeling better because you're, you know, you're stronger. You're not take, carrying all that weight in just your knee. You know how to distribute the weight through your foot now, and your hamstrings and quads are stronger. Your hips are more mobile, right? All that stuff's improving. You don't have to add a lot of weight. You can use your body. There's companies out there like TRX that rely on almost entirely on your body. If you don't know what TRX straps are, they're incredible. I love them. I love using them for myself. Uh, I've used them with my clients in the past. You just change the angle at which you work and you can add tons of resistance to an exercise or you can minimize that resistance and, and just get used to the motion. Slowly increase your range of motion, slowly increase your flexibility, slowly increase your strength, stability, all this stuff. Man, fitness isn't a race. People think like, you know, well, it depends. Let me let me contradict what I just said. Fitness isn't a race unless you're specifically training for something. Maybe you're training to go on stage and, and do a bikini contest. Maybe you're training to, you know, do a, an Ironman or something. But really, all of those are showcases of the hard work you put in Monday through Sunday. The days when, when people aren't necessarily watching. Maybe you're training to do a Spartan race and you've never done an obstacle course race in your life. Shout out Spartan. I'm wearing the shirt from 2018. I think this is I think this is from Boise, but 
the Boise race. Um, hot as hell, man. It was hot. It was scorching, actually. And it's like in a desert, the race down there. It's crazy. But back to what I was saying. Fitness doesn't have a timeline if you're just an everyday trying to stay healthy, trying to stay on top of your game. You know what? But those those showcase events like a Spartan race, like getting on stage for a bikini contest. Maybe you're doing a triathlon. Maybe you're maybe you're swimming in the Olympics. The Olympics are coming up, right? In a couple months. Tokyo, shout out Team USA. Um there was just some swimming relays on the other day. That's why I mentioned swimming. But you very well could be very good at swimming. There's competitions for that. Showcase your ability to swim very, very well. Maybe you're a runner. Run an ultra. Run a Spartan race. Run a whatever. Run Bloomsday. If you're local to the Northwest, you know what Bloomsday is. I'm just saying, man, there's there's a lot of showcase events, but you have to put in the work. Those who want to just play hoop fest, it, seriously, not in just the fun division, but if you're playing seriously and you don't understand why the competition's passing you, it's because they're practicing. It's because they're working. They're, they're improving daily or at least maintaining where you may have a little fall off. Your team might have a little fall off. You know what I'm saying? So yes, it's important to work out and exercise and keep moving your body. It's when we grow stagnant and when we uh, sit around and, and refuse to move properly that we get injuries, we have to go through physical therapy to get recovered to a point where we're just going to fall into old habits again and re-injure yourself and it's a vicious circle. It's a vicious circle. But we're in a position right now to where you can control how much you move your body, when you move your body, Know that it's never too late to move your body. And know that there's options in case you move your body and you're injured. A la physical therapy. If something has happened, they'll get you back up to speed. They'll get you moving properly. But then they'll also teach you long-term corrections, if you will, for moving. So, those that are scared to move their body. Those that are like, ah, I have this going on. Or I have, I have too much work and not enough time to exercise or man exercise doesn't have to be an hour at the gym exercise doesn't have to be 45 minutes at the gym exercise doesn't have to be a half hour at the gym you don't even have to make a trip to the gym you have stairs in your house go up and down your stairs for 10 minutes do you have a tree in your backyard if you're fortunate enough to have TRX straps, you can wrap your TRX straps around a tree in your backyard. Do you have um, Do you have a wheelbarrow? You have dirt? Freaking farmer carries, man. Wheel that dirt around. Do some landscaping. You move a lot when you landscape. Do some gardening. You're up and down squatting as long as you're doing it right. But it's when you grow lackadaisical that injuries arise. And things like that, right? I don't think this is breaking news to anybody listening, but um, not moving your body makes you break down, kind of like a car. You don't drive a car for a while, something goes wrong with it because it hasn't been run properly, right? Bodies are the same way, man. You're doing updates like an iPhone. You got to keep moving. You got to keep updating. You got to keep 
keep uh, the latest operating system for your body or things aren't going to work right. Things aren't going to things aren't going to work right. So, we've talked about now fitness, nutrition is under that fitness umbrella. We've talked about movement. Now getting your mind right. Getting your mind right is that third kind of aspect of fitness. Finding the right headspace. Now, let's say you've had the worst week ever. You've had the worst week ever. It's literally the week from hell and everything seems to be going wrong. You ran out of gas on the freeway. You blew a tire backing out of your driveway. You uh, were in an accident. Not your fault at all. Maybe things aren't, aren't going well at home. Maybe things aren't... You know, maybe maybe things aren't ideal right now in, in your world. But you know what? You know one thing that can get your mind right? Literally taking a walk. I'm not telling you to go run. I'm not telling you to go to the gym. I'm not telling you. Go on a walk. Go on a walk. If you have a park nearby, go to the park and just hang out, man. Walk around the park. We're fortunate enough to have a park like two blocks down. We take the dog there. I mean, there's a loop. There's a driveway. We literally, you know, take her into the park, walk around the driveway, come home, you know. Takes a little while, but hey, whatever, man. Like, she likes it. She's getting out and about. We get out and about. We talk while we're on the walk. Like, talk things out with your significant other. You know, talk things out and, you know, vent a little bit. Venting helps. You don't have to scream and yell, you know, but get your mind right. Do some yoga. That goes back to the movement thing, right? Move your body in ways that maybe you haven't moved before. You might find that you like it. I incorporate a lot of boxing, a lot of boxing with my clients because some of my clients don't like just treadmill or they don't like pushing the sled or they don't like arbitrary, I'll say, um, cardio stuff. But when they get boxing, not only are they getting their heart rates up, they're using some resistance in those gloves, right? When they hit the mitts that I'm wearing, they get some resistance training. You know, it, it helps tone, it helps strengthen. But more importantly, they're getting some anger out, man. They can they can swing as hard as they want, knowing full well that they're not going to hurt me. It's designed to help them get their heart rate up, get some anger out, some frustration out. Maybe they've maybe they've had a hard day. There's there's some ladies in my group today that made the comment that were like, you know what? I didn't realize I like boxing. I thought it was I thought it was an aggressive sport. I thought it was for you know for for crazy people that just like to fight. Man, it's that's not the case. I mean, boxing might get your head right. It's something that's not uh I'll say traditional, but it has been around for a long time. It has been around for a long time, but it's not like doing curls or doing squats or doing lunges, doing pull-ups. It's none of that. It's different. It's different, man, and if you've never tried it before, Try it. If you're, if you're crappy at yoga like I am, uh, do a yoga class. I need to. I'm the first to admit, man, I need to. Just happens, you know, it just happens to where we fall out of a rhythm of some kind or we fall out of, off of a schedule and, and maybe things fall out of place. But the only way to get things back into place is to slowly implement things that you know and then things that you don't know. Maybe you've never, ever done a yoga class in your whole life. Try one. You may hate it. You may love it. Either way, you can say you've tried it. 
There's no sense in writing something off before you've even given it a fair shake. You know? Maybe you absolutely hate the gym because in the past you've had bad experiences at the gym. You've you've been intimidated. You've been you've been uh, stared at. You've been maybe someone's ridiculed you for looking a certain way or maybe wearing the specific something to the gym. Maybe maybe people are just mean. Maybe you just don't like the atmosphere because there's too many too many rough and tumble people lifting weights, slamming weights, break you know. Breaking their own bodies down to build them back up, you know? But I tell people all the time that, man, the gym is... We're all there for the same reason. We may not travel the same path, but we're going to the same destination. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Getting your mind right doesn't have to be at the gym, though. You don't You don't have to be at the gym. You could be outside, I mean, if you're stuck at home like we were over the, a lot of us were anyway, over the course of the last year, cabin fever is a real thing, man. You stay inside your home, let's say you're limited to 1,000 square feet, 2,000 square feet, 3,000 square feet, maybe you're, maybe you're fortunate enough to have 5,000 square feet. That space is going to feel pretty small after a year. When you're stuck to it, when you're limited to just that space, it's going to feel small, no matter what size it is. There's not a lot to do. There's not a lot to do when you're stuck at home for a year straight. Think about that. But now that some things are starting to open up around the country and, and things are getting back to a way that we know of, you know, we're familiar with a little more so. Granted, you have to wear a mask. You may have to go into a store and keep six feet apart from someone you may not know. Dude, we already do that anyway. People don't even like interacting. People don't even like interacting. Why is it such a big deal to stay six feet away from somebody? If you're all up in their business, you either know them or you want to know them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you probably shouldn't be in each other's space anyway. Coughing and sneezing and farting and burping and whatever else people do that are nasty and gross and wherever they're at. I don't know, man. It, it just seems like you could get your head right going outside. Getting into the mountains. If you don't live somewhere near mountains, get out of the city. Just find some from some countryside and just drive. Just drive. Think about what's going on in life. You know, take a little bit to to reset, to recoup. Do something that's um you know, do something that's new to you. Like uh you know, I took up podcasting and it's not really it's not really a groundbreaking story at this point, but I started literally my first four episodes of my podcast uh, were just me talking like this. And then I started getting guests on because four episodes in, I believe, I believe it was the fourth episode. That's when lockdown happened and you couldn't, couldn't really go out, couldn't really do much for a while. I'm fortunate enough to live in a part of the country where things have opened up and, and been open for a while. Um, but not everyone is, but I took up podcasting, man. I like talking. I like, I like trying to connect with people. Honestly, honestly, I like trying to connect with people. And this was just a way for me to vent, me to think about things. I, it forces me. I'd write things down all the time. I look at my notes. I'm, you know, I take notes. I, I make a concerted effort to, um, 
what am I trying to say here? I, I take, I look around. I try to, I try to soak in society, if you will. You know, I, I'm people watching. I'm watching trends and tendencies and how people just go about things. And it's, it's taught me a lot. You know, you sit back and and just watch the world around you. But at the same time, you need to be part of that moving, ever-changing world. You know? And there's someone out there for, you know, for everyone to talk to, whether it be your trainer, whether it be a a doctor, maybe it's a, um, maybe it's a family member. Man, maybe grandma wants to hear what you have to say. Call her on the phone. Call grandpa on the phone. I bet there's some grandma and grandpas out there that know how to FaceTime. Do it. FaceTime them. Man, if you're if you're maybe a parent and your kids are young and they don't really understand what's going on, like sometimes just playing with your kids in the backyard or wherever you may be, just messing around with them, having a good time, chasing them around the yard, maybe the dog's going wild. Everybody's having fun, even if it's for a brief five seconds, ten seconds, two minutes. 15 minutes. What else were you going to do with that 15 minutes? Seems pretty simple, man. It seems simple in theory, but it's hard to, you know, apply. It's hard to apply. But every day, trying to do the most that you can with the time that you have, it's pretty important. So... You know, those are those are my three pillars of fitness. Those are very basic. They're very um I, the surface value maybe not the same as what you were used to. Maybe that I didn't dive in enough um to you know, a lot of a lot of like breathing techniques and and mobility exercises and and things like that, but surface level you guys need three things. You need to move your body. You need to disconnect and then reconnect every once in a while. Free your mind. I'm not saying do drugs or or join gangs or anything like that. Like, just take a step back and appreciate, you know, what you got, where you're at, what you have, who you're with, who you surround yourself with is massive. If you hate that job and you dread going in every single day, do you think that's going to take a little bit of a effect on on the way you act, the way you think, the way you go about things? I'd be willing to bet so. But I need the money. I need the money. Man, our job on this planet is to make a life, not make a living. I firmly believe that, man. We're we're making a life that we enjoy. We're making a life that is our own. I don't I don't live just to make a living. I can't speak for everyone. Some people do, and that's fine. I'm not going to tell you not to. But it's not for me, man. I'm not I'm I'm making a life. I'm not making a living. People work tirelessly 100 100 hours a week. For that paycheck. Good on them. I bet that paycheck is brilliant. I bet that paycheck is unmatched. Home life might not be great. You may hate your coworkers, 
and you're there a hundred hours a week. But hey, you got that money. You got that nice car in the driveway. Cool, man. That's awesome. Straight up, that's awesome. But was it worth it? Got to ask yourself these questions, man. You got to disconnect. Look at the world around you. See what's going on. Be be part of the solution. Don't add to the problem. We're here to make a life, not make a living. Move your body. Do something you haven't done before. If you're not regularly act, you know, active, start out small. Walk down the street. Go to your gym. Walk on the treadmill. Do the elliptical. Ride the bike. You don't even have to lift weights. Use your body. Your gym have TRX straps? Ask someone at the front desk how to use them. Ask, ask someone, conversate with someone at the gym. Six feet apart, of course, but conversate with someone at the gym. That's how you meet people, man. That's how you connect. That's how you realize that the world around us, the, the painting is vivid and it could be ugly, but it's not all bad. It's not all bad. So, I don't want to... This isn't really a, a, a Debbie Downer thing. I, this isn't intended to make people feel bad or anything like that. This is intended to open your eyes. This is intended to be a podcast that you're listening to in your car or your truck. Maybe at your house while you're while you're cleaning. Maybe you're, maybe you're on a walk down the street. And I've referenced this multiple times. You're like, man, I'm walking right now. I'm, I'm doing good for myself. And you're hearing this. Perfect. Perfect. You know? It's not the most exciting thing to watch on YouTube, but the, the message is real. If you're listening via Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, you guys you guys are probably uh, at least sitting there wondering, you know? Sitting there wondering. Thinking about things maybe a little differently. Seeing them through a different lens. You know what I mean? Try to just be attentive at what you're fueling your body with. It's fuel. You don't have to think of food as good or bad. It's fuel. It's like putting, uh, you want to put the flex capacitor in your car, like the DeLorean from Back to the Future? Fill it with garbage. Fill it with garbage. Maybe Maybe you'll go back to the future. I don't know. Filling your car with uh, some water? If it burns, it's going to evaporate. Probably not go as far. Fuel, gas, burns a little longer. You got to have a certain gas in your car for it to run the right way. You put, you put diesel in a regular unleaded gas car, unleaded fuel car, probably uh, up a creek without a paddle if you know what I'm saying. So fuel your body. Think of food not as good as bad, good or bad, but as fuel. Don't cut yourself off from, oh man, I'm, I'm not able, I'm overweight, so I can't have a Rice Krispie. Rice Krispie treat. You know what I meant. Eat the Rice Krispie treat. Just don't cut off a four, four by four inch square. Have a small square if you made them at home, whatever. Enjoy it, man. Quit putting these shackles on yourself. Quit putting these parameters on your living that you're the only one putting them there. You know what I mean? You're the only one enforcing them. 
I'm not saying social media is the worst thing ever. There's a lot of good that comes from social media, but you can't read these articles that are like, drink a gallon of apple cider vinegar a day, do a handstand and balance teriyaki chicken on a plate on your bottom of your foot as you're doing that headstand. In fact, if you want to lose more weight, balance on a BOSU ball while doing all of the aforementioned skills. Do it. Take a video, do it, send it to me, and let me know how much weight you lose. Because I want to see that success story. All I'm saying is you can't believe everything, everything you read. There's a lot of mumbo jumbo on Facebook. There's a lot of mumbo jumbo on Instagram, Pinterest, uh, Twitter, on now Reddit. Reddit's big time, man. We've uh, we made the stock market move a little bit with Reddit. Um... Whatever, whatever other avenues you're using. OnlyFans. <laughs> Can't even say that one of those straight face. But if you're on OnlyFans, whatever, man. Whatever. I honestly don't care. Do you. Do you, baby boo. <laughs> it's one of those things, man. You just gotta... We gotta, we gotta lessen up the shackles on ourselves. Because I think in turn, that will help us relax a little bit on others man we're so hard on ourselves and we stress ourselves out and we worry about every twist and turn in life and every everything that goes on on the daily basis and we and we make ourselves angry and then we take that anger out on other people because of the color of their skin or the way they act or their sexual orientation or the the religion that they practice or forget that man that's old news that's old news if you're trying to improve yourself i think it'll go a long way for everybody i need flexibility i need to move my body more or or i'm going to break down so what am i going to do i'm going to make an effort to do some yoga or do some stretching at least. Do some balance work. You know, do some different exercises that maybe I haven't done. I need to get outside. I need to soak up some vitamin D. We need that happy juju in everybody. There's not a lot of time on this on this planet, man. And if you guys are out there stressing each other out and 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 just making each other hate one another for reasons that are unforeseen in a lot of circumstances, then I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. If if you got nothing from this 42-minute conversation, uh, this monologue, if you will, of me talking to you and telling you how how I've gone about things or, or what the pillars of fitness are, I apologize for wasting 43 minutes of your time, but... I appreciate those who are listening. I appreciate you guys tuning in, subscribing to the YouTube channel, Instagram, um, and what else? We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. If you guys are listening on any of those platforms or maybe watching on YouTube, uh, I appreciate you guys. This this will come out uh, Saturday. This will be Saturdays now. All the best things. If you guys have questions, comments, concerns, feel free to DM the page. It's BST365 or subscribe to our channel, BST underscore podcast. 
underscore family. That's the new page on Instagram where you can see all of our content, all of maybe the clips from this episode, clips from uh, future episodes. There's going to be behind the scenes stuff on there. We're going to put out some fan polls for you guys to interact with. Man, I hope you guys are, are doing it and doing it big. It's Friday. Fun day, Sunday, Sunday, fun day. So it's fry yays. I hope you got the fry yays. Uh, most of you are probably wrapping up work right about now and freedom is amongst us. Hopefully you guys have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in again. Show it some love on all those audio and video platforms and be sure to subscribe to the new Instagram page, BST underscore podcast underscore family. Until next week, I thank you guys for supporting. Peace.